Darlene Elizabeth Joyner, New York City-based actress residing in Harlem, is a Gary, Indiana native. Her extensive acting resume includes The Needs, which you can find on Amazon Prime. She will also be a part of an ensemble cast of the Producers Club Theaters in New York City on July 24th for the live live-in person stage play, She Cries in Silence. Registered nurse by day, professional actress by night. Darlene Elizabeth Joyner, please welcome to the show. Let's go. so much for joining the podcast it's great to have you thank you for having me yes 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 i'm so excited to have you um on our podcast today and we as you know the podcast is about how life got in the way and um when i always start the podcast off by just getting a little background information from the uh from the guests so tell us a little bit about yourself my name is darlene elizabeth Jonah. Born and raised in Gary, Indiana. I moved to New York in 2016, um, basically to pursue acting more. Um, something I did in the Midwest, um, in the Chicago area, but I just thought I, I thought I should seek out better opportunities here in the city. Nurse by day, <laughs> registered nurse by day. So when I'm free, I do my thing, you know. All right, that sounds good. That sounds good. So you said that you uh, you're a registered nurse and you started in where you were before, uh, previously in Indiana. What got you started? What was that moment where you knew you this is something you wanted to pursue? How did you get your start in acting, basically? Oh, I guess those are two questions. Right. I always kind of wrestled with wanting to be an actress, but I never knew how. Or I was just too shy to pursue it. Or I wasn't encouraged to do it for the obvious reasons of not having enough income to sustain me. It, you know, acting has a reputation of folks not getting paid. So, you know, of course, family and friends are not trying to steer you that way. So, I mean, I had to figure some stuff out for me, you know, uh, went to college, pursued mm-hmm. various degrees um, and things that I enjoy and things I enjoy learning. I have an anthropology degree. I have a history degree, but never really wanted to teach. Um, I didn't. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I never, never, never wanted to teach a, a class of students. That's just not my thing, you know, so um just fumble around in my 20s waiting tables trying to figure some stuff out made decent money had a lot of fun waiting tables too man oh yes 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 stories you could tell oh my (laughs) 
God, that was. If you ever do get into writing, (laughs) you probably got some stories there. I started, you know, I started journaling. I haven't really journaled about, you know, um, the waitressing, you know, experiences I had, the friends, you know, the wonderful friends I made, you know, you know, you just have at that time but you know of course, of course. once that 07 recession hit once some tables didn't have enough money to come out to eat it's like okay so this is what ma's fussing about <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you gotta yeah. rethink your life plan right right i gotta rethink this because i always had it in the back of my mind like i was gonna save my money from waiting tables to take acting classes to move to la or New York and get my start there. And, you know, I just really wasn't collecting the paper like that. You know, as soon as the money would come to me, it would go right back out. I would blow it. So, you know, I found my way into nursing. Nursing was always one of those things when I graduated um, from my history degree in 05. They were like, always like you know what they you know we need nurses consider nursing i'm like i just graduated college i'm not going back for another <laughs> i'm like no for another full value no no i'm getting out of here I'm, I'm done i'm done or whatever so you know um i went you know i i did go back to you know college in like 08 and I was like, okay, I still kind of didn't know what I want to do. I was kind of like, well, social work is awesome because, you know, I live in the inner city and that can help a lot of people. I'm a very mm-hmm. sociable person. I like people. I like, I, I mostly like people, I should say. I like talking yeah. to people. I like helping people. Social work or psychology seemed like a natural fit for me. Um, mm-hmm. But... I don't know. You know, it was it was something about I you know, I took an internship with um persons struggling with addiction and um I was like, "Oh, maybe this is just not for me because I was just too wet to be in that type of surrounding, just too naive, you know." So, I Yeah, that's a lot to take in. It was a lot to take in. And then people saw right through me. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> They're like, "You're not ready. You you're not you ready." You ain't no addict. Yeah, you know, you're not an addict. And I had some wonderful mentors that tried to help me through that, but I just didn't feel comfortable. It gave me a nice knowledge base to help a lot of persons, you know, a lot of family, a lot of friends, a lot of patients. But, you know, at that time, at 26, 27, I just wasn't ready for that type of work. So I started taking the prerequisites for nursing, found my way into nursing, became a nurse. Um, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of studying. Oh no, no, nursing is not easy. Yeah. I, that is not for the faint of heart. So I was like, oh girl, nursing, right? I probably be like, let me look at that psychology degree one more time. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But I, you know, it was just like a nice, and you know, it was just like a nice camaraderie around nursing. You know, it was, it was a lot of support. I didn't have that with social work. I didn't feel supported. You know, when I was, you know, when I was in that, I mean, I, I felt supported, but I felt alone. It was, it's just. Yeah, I, I understand. I've heard that a lot. And like, for people who have pursued social work like, that, you know, that camaraderie isn't it there. But I guess, you know, when you're going through the struggle together, that, that all that learning and stuff, you, you got to stick together because that's the only way you kind of get through it in a way. Right. So I, I definitely understand that part. Right. 
Right. But yeah, I mean, I became a nurse. Um, you know, the money the money took care of itself. I didn't have to ever worry about that. But you know, you have your other stressors. You know, I mean, oh yeah. There's a thing called nurse bullying, you know? I dealt with that. Um, I dealt with that a lot. Mm. Preceptorship it's kind of like mentorship, but like sometimes mentorship and kind of like the bossiness around gets blurred and the relationships got complicated. So, you know, with my early bed, you know, I never really liked being a bedside nurse because, um, because of that aspect, you know, I didn't always have like, I didn't feel like I had the support of my you know, my nursing comrades, you know, when I was at, mm-hmm. in, you know, early in my bedside career. So I fell back into another aspect of nursing I love, which was home health, which was a natural fit for me because mm. I was a waitress. Yeah. You know, and I like. Uh, yeah. You yeah. Know. You just waiting on one person, right. giving them that attention. And I'm educating one person. It. But, you know, the stress came down. Then I got bored. And I was like, well, I'm a nurse. I'm making my own money. Why not acting? Yeah. You know, you know, you. That, why not? You know, now, because now you don't have to be a struggling actor. Because that was one of the things that a lot of people don't do because they're struggling at the acting. So you like, you know, I could have a little cushion. I got some time, you know, and that's something. a little bit. You know what? And I'm gonna be real with you about the struggling. You know, and that's I found. I just came to realize that. I'm I'm a I'm very naive. I just came to realize that successful actors are not struggling artists. You know, generally they come from money or they come from somebody that is is you know taking care of some aspect of your life. Because I mean. I mean, think about it. I mean, and now, you know, a lot of the movie stars and the TV stars that we were watching when we we're growing up, they got kids. <laughs> you know, they got kids. Yeah, and now their kids can yeah, just yeah, you know. get into the business like, and get into it. Right, right, right. You can get that internship without having your college degree. <laughs> right, right. And, it, you know. How are you on the writing staff? Did you go to school for writing? <laughs> So yeah, I tell you. So so yeah. So like this whole aspect that we have to be starving artists is just absolutely positively ridiculous. The the woman that played Bailey on Grey's Anatomy, like she she was a banker overnight. We're making nice money. She's making over six figures. It's just, you know what? She looked like a banker. Like right. I could see her working at the bank. I always thought she had a pleasant demeanor. Right, right. I could see that. Right. She made. Yeah. She made you know, money. everybody don't have to be. You don't have to be Viola Davis Poe. You know. <laughs> I don't know if you read her book. I oh my god, man! I love Viola Davis. I just love her and just what she went through. I mean, when she said, you know, there's poor and there's Poe. She was. She Poe. I was like, oh girl. Oh, I mean, you know, everybody thinks they come from some kind of level of poverty, but I just, my hat went off. I was like in the first couple of pages. I was like, does it get better? Oh does it get better for you? It took a while, but you know, it, it, it helped to shape who she was. And you talk about uh, some of the actors, they really went through some, some levels of something, but not like you said, nowadays you have the descendants of some of those uh, 
legacy right. and you know they're not as struggling you know you you have to struggle too much because you lived in a mansion most of your life right. um, <laughs> but I, I do appreciate when they're not necessarily entitled I think that must be something that you probably have to have you ever had to encounter the entitlement of some people who kind of come from that not necessarily coming from that struggling background so they're not as humble mm -hmm. but they're just like coming at you like with all of their themselves actually <laughs> <laughs> now i will I was like, say yeah, that looks at it all <laughs> now i will say this i will say this i have not dealt with anyone that as you know that is named that is came off as entitled most name most name persons that i i met are really nice humble welcoming well, that's you know good. That's good. i will say that but i met some people that don't come for nothing <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> i'm like you know, i'm like wait a minute a lot. i'm like I'm 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 at hobby mode, right? I'm like I'm. This is a very serious hobby that I'm trying to, you know, make into a, you know, job right now. And it's like you have to you have to be like professional. But yeah, some of these people they come in and like, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. working. I'm my natural. I'm trying to unlearn, and I'm I'm actually getting very very good about that. I'm unlearning how to kill people with my eyes you know okay in my mouth <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> it takes a lot you know lot. Yeah. i saw that pause i saw that pause i was like okay i'm trying to read that but okay i yeah, get it yeah, i get yeah, it yeah. that was a pause yeah 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 so mm -hmm. so yeah I, I i like i'm i'm like processing you know i process now i i learn not to say like the first thing that comes out of my mouth you know but you know i i'll respectfully put if i have to i'll respectfully put you in your place but you know i don't let you just come to me crazy no mm -hmm. that's growth you know <laughs> every time every time i see it i'm always gonna use that insecure line. growth <laughs> that's what we gonna call it <laughs> oh so so you have had this opportunity to do these um what was some, now that you're in New York, um, you know, you just don't fall into acting. What was some of the ways that you prepared yourself or kind of honed your craft in um, acting? What were some of the things that you had to do or what you did do in the steps? I had to figure out, like, um, where to get started, you know. Um, I, mm. I know it was a bunch of stuff I wanted to do, you know. I wanted to learn how to sing. Um, I joined like a meetup group or something like that, where I was taking classes with this one gentleman and I met these three gen, I, I met three, um, three other students, Brian and I can't remember Brian. Anyway, Matt, Matt. Okay. Brian and Matt, I met them and they were with Gotham Rock Choir. And this was a choir I was trying to get in with because it's like an amateur choir and, you know, it's fun and stuff like that. And I thought it would be a great way for me to learn how to sing. So that's something that I did. And um, it was an alto that sang with Gotham Rock. And I became, you know, I became pretty good friends with her. Her name was Betsy. And she is an actress 
as well. So, you know, we were just talking one day at the bar. It's like, so how, you know, where do I go to get classes and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she told me, she was like, hey, I recommend the Barrel Group. So, um, you know, at first I was like, God, I already took the intro class. But, you know, unfortunately, (laughs) you know, a lot of these places, they don't know you. You got to take their, you got to at least take an intro or two class. So I was like, fine. So I go in there with my little ego, like I've taken this crap. I've already done this. I've done this this or whatever. But Right, right. I've I've done this. I've I've been on stage before. So, you know, I, you know, I, I, I I go in there, I I do my little, you know, I do my little thing or whatever. I had a wonderful teacher, Quinn Voigt Wright, you know, I met her, um, Peter, goodness, Alina, it's just so many, Claudia, so many wonderful people in that class. A lot of them I'm still friends with. And I just grew from there. And then I, you know, found out like people audition with backstage or you know and then like um I did background or whatever I did background for a little bit um network there you know found out what people are submitting auditions to I found out that with not only taking the classes and honing your skills is that the auditions really keep you on your toes so um mm-hmm. you know I I found I, what I found interesting is that I tended to audition more than anyone in my, you know, in my classes. And, and I was like, God, I was like, well, how do you get seen without being auditioned? Without, yeah. You know, with, you know, because it's... You're not there yet. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's anxiety. And, you know, mm-hmm. in that. And I think a lot of that is that reputation, too. So that's how I kind of, like, and, you know, it just goes from there. A lot of it is luck. You know, a lot of yeah. it's luck. A lot of it's how tall you are, how fat you are, how skinny you are, how... Um, but you have that look that they're looking for. Right. You know, like, you look studious. I think you'll go, oh, you look crazy. Oh, you look like you could be studious and crazy. So that would be a perfect fit for what we have for this role. Sometimes it's just like, how weird are you? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know. I, I booked a couple of things like that, too. I mean, you take what you can get. Speaking of weird, what what is your <laughs> what has been your all time favorite role to play and why? <laughs> oh man! So um, Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike. I played Cassandra. She was just like she was a housekeeper, but she was also possessed by I can't remember what Greeks. By Cassandra or whatever. So there were. Oh, so, okay. So I would. This was a theater? This was theater? Yeah, it was theater. Okay, I, did on this, stage. I did this in the Midwest. And it was so much fun because we, um, we rehearsed that from like February or whatever. And it went up like that end of April, May. And it was, I just like four or five times a week in rehearsal. I think we were pretty much memorized like the first three weeks, but you know, um, you know, our director, you know, he was like, okay, just keep running it, running, running. So we just ran it. It was just fun. It was just so much fun. I I cried when it was done. That was my most favorite thing. I I like anything where I'm just over the top and goofy because that's, that's just like naturally me. I like fantasy i like interesting people i like people i like to play persons where it's like i can't look at that person but it's hard to look away <laughs> <laughs> right i'm like 
<laughs> that's why when um I did um was it um sunspot um I this is a pandemic this is something I booked a month before the shutdowns happened here, and it was for mm. a strange woman and i i got the dialogue i looked i said what the hell is this and i was like okay i'm just gonna do it <laughs> as best as i could and i i like i like hurried up and knocked it out or whatever forgot all about it and i think i don't even think the auditions closed and um the director was like you know what he was like you're perfect He's <laughs> like, I'm just gonna stop. For this role. Gonna st- <laughs> stop seeing, stop seeing people. So I was really, really excited to like do that. And it was supposed to go up like that April 2020. Then it got postponed indefinitely. And I was devastated because I just thought it was the funniest thing that I could have possibly did. But we finally um, shot that last summer, and that's actually in film screening contingent now. nice nice i think i saw a clip of that was that on the 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 street and the the approach and uh yeah yeah i felt all of the crazy i was like ooh, i would i would probably react the same way if i came across that person oh my gosh i love that clip um if if you're able we can put the clip in the description uh for uh viewers or not viewers we don't have viewers we have listeners <laughs> with listeners who open the descriptions and they click on clickable links so well, we yeah, were just so going, that's... right what you're just going for is just um like she needs help how can i help her it's like mm-hmm. okay i can't help her so, so how do i back out of this and essentially yeah <laughs> yeah i felt all of that i felt all of that energy i was like i probably would have reacted the same way <laughs> if i encountered this person so you did job well done <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you So you got your start in um, theater. How did you transition into um, your first acting gig um, on the screen? Ah, you know, that was hard. That was really hard. I didn't realize how hard that would be. Because, you know, with TV, you have to be a little bit, and I'm, and it's still a learn learning thing for me, but your moments have to be less. You know, theater, you know, you're mm-hmm. trying to get the person all the way in the back to see you. So you got to be a little bit more bigger. You know, it has to be a little, a little louder. So I took a TV film class at Barrow. And um, that still didn't really help me. You know, it, it wasn't until, <laughs> I mean, it helped me. It didn't help me to stop what I was doing. Because I'm, I'm one of those yeah, people. Yeah, because you still like, had that theater on the stage. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah. You're behind the camera. Yeah, and then I'm, the camera. I'm, I'm the type of person, like, look, I'm going to throw out whatever you say until I don't get work <laughs> and then, like, reanalyze. Then y'all tell me to stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Till you tell me to stop or whatever. But I, I had to self-tape myself. And I had to see, like, oh, you do look crazy as hell doing all of this, you know, all this extra movement. Just, just. You know, 
mm-hmm. you know so that's you know i mean it, it, it's it's harder and then like i have to like um when i when i audition for theater and stuff i have to remember to crank it up a little bit like not too much you know but just yeah they're like you're too demure right. we need we, to hear you in need, the back we need more energy <laughs> project it, we, need, we need more energy like darling what's the yeah. purpose of us giving you lines if we can't hear you need you just be out you know so yeah you're better than me i am ter- that's one of the things <laughs> like on this stage i remember i don't know what i was doing on the stage but it was something about projection and they was like we can't hear you project and when you're a quiet person though and people I always get people can't hear me and so that's why I use microphones so it's like you constantly get told I can't hear you I can't hear you that makes me not want to do it even more because I start to feel like every time I open my mouth we can't hear you in the back oh, well dear you just can't hear me I don't even want to do this no more <laughs> So I don't think I have the temperament to be on stage. That's probably why I'll probably be the one writing for the stage. I'll write the script. I don't need to act it. No, I think you. But, uh, I think you need some Alexander. That's that's what really helped that, me. Yeah, yeah. The Alexander okay. technique actually helped me, like, kind of see, like, oh, you know, when you do this, or when you. Can- What's the Alexander technique? It's just a, like a. A method and easing and kind of like I don't want to say relaxation because relaxation kind of like puts your mind elsewhere but there's times where your mind needs to be actively engaged with your environment and what you're doing to perform well you know some anxiety is good anxiety if it helps you do whatever you need to do but there's times where you know oh if you breathe the wrong way and your words don't come out what are what are you doing okay all right Am, am, am I initially, mm, like, crunched in and stuff like that? It makes you aware of, like, where your tense is. And you're focused on, like, where you you feel lighter at. And you're just like, oh, I feel freer here. Where, you know, where do I feel like I'm easing a bit? That really helps me. And um, and I actually took it with um, a little bit of Feldenkrais, too, where it actually helped me, like, release a lot of that tension and help free up my body. I, it's, oh, it's just so nice. I, I, I don't think relaxation, meditation, yoga is preached enough to our community, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, just breathing methods. Exactly. That's so important. I've had a couple of podcasts where breathing just kind of comes into play, and it's it'll be, you know – not even expected i think i had a whole breathing coach that's talked about how breathing is kind of like the core in your center so i definitely understand that yeah. i don't do it as much sometimes i catch myself i'm like you know what i need to sit up straight just like when you were like i was like i am crouched i need to sit up straight and make sure i'm not moving anything so i'm trying not to keep the sounds down on the on the, but, on the uh, voice on the uh, mic but if you're productive that way and if you're getting your point across and you feel like if you feel good by all means I mean but if it's like if it's so bad it's like oh I can't get the words out I can't communicate okay yeah then then something's wrong you know that's mm-hmm. and it's a lot like it's that <laughs> with us performance as you should know <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I am getting the one-on-one insight into performing and some of the things that you guys go through. And you are a performer who not only has acting, but you also, 
I have nursing. So how is that? How have you been able to kind of balance the two passions that you have um, in your life? It's hard. It it really is hard. Um, I mean, you definitely can't do both at the same time. You know, I even I worked with the agency. Um, I worked with a home health agency where a lot of their clientele was like um, retired um, performers too. But I found out for me to be taken seriously as a nurse, I had to primarily have the the nursing uniform on. You know, um, it's it's mm-hmm. a constant um, balancing. You know, it's a constant balancing act. I'm and I'm not perfect by no means. There's times where you know, if I'm not in the right frame of mind, I definitely will take that last patient with me to my 6 p.m. audition or that self-tape that I procrastinated and it's like a 10 p.m. and it got to be out by midnight or something like that. But, you know, most of what, what really helps me is planning, having resources in place. To help me um there are times where I do get breaks where I can look over lines I can run lines um I have like readers in place and you know um I my sister is my primary reader I have a friend name yeah she, <laughs> nice. right right I mean it's nice for me it's she not, just she's not nice for her but be like look this is your acting debut you just no one will see you just go it's an, <laughs> she's actually an excellent reader I will say that, but with most readers, especially most non-acting readers, they don't want to do that no more than two or three times. Or, you know, and, you know, Darla, she's very smart. Like, she has a degree in communications and um, and something else, the media broadcast, blah, blah, blah. But she knows a lot of the, the scripts run on a theme, and there are certain connection words like or certain keywords so if she gets something and if i'm like maybe 95 percent memorized and i'm missing a connection word or whatever she'll pick up she was like you know this is just not an easy script for you because there's nothing connecting it to the next like you know she'll know that so but you know love it it's, it's, it's hard <laughs> but it sounds like you having good time management helps it does it does i gotta do you have to uh schedule yourself out like you keep your own calendar or like how how do you keep yourself organized and on, on track you know google has wonderful free things that sync up to my cloud i mean i have that google calendar i'll put you know especially if 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 life gets a little bit too crazy where the auditionings are becoming more and more frequent with the errands and the rehearsals and stuff i'm gonna have to write it down you know because i'm i'm gonna forget something or i'm gonna i'm gonna panic or i'm not gonna plan for things in advance or i'm gonna get sick i notice when i'm not um when i'm not when I'm a little bit too pulled and I don't write write things down, I get sick, you know, and then I can't do anything. Mm. And then my whole little world for a week comes tumbling down. Because- tumbling down because it's like, I can't, I can't give you, I don't have nothing else to give. I can't, can't give an acting. I can't, I can't help you. Right. Help, I can help myself. 
I'm so disorganized. I hate that feeling of being disorganized. Or when you miss something and it'll just throw your whole everything off. I just, I mean, I think I had like a meltdown when I was making a smoothie just because I filled it up too much. I just. It'd be any like, little thing to set you off. It's the little, it's any, the littlest things. Like, and I was like, I don't have it a, was a simple thing, but. I don't have a clean you know? shirt. I, I don't have a clean shirt. Not only am I not going to do this today, I'm not going to do anything today. And I'm going mm-hmm. to be so cool. Kids are like that, too. That's why, you know, uh, that's that's why teaching can be so hard. Because you got to be able to read that stuff. Just you understand that, you know, Tommy's, Tommy didn't get breakfast this morning or didn't get his favorite snack or in his lunchbox. And they could just throw off their whole day. Right. Right. So just understand. I get it. As adults, we definitely have those moments as well. But so despite that you know when you when it's going good it's going good so what are some of the the really cool um things that you got going on now in terms of acting oh my goodness so i am in rehearsals right now for a wonderful stage play is going up july 24th at the producer club theaters um, on West 44th Street is in between 8th and 9th Avenues. It's called She Cries in Silence. Oh, I love that title. You know what it's about? Women struggling with fertility issues actually talks about fetal oh. demise, um, oh, abortion. Wow. You know, it talks about, you know, men, you know, having some factors that may be contributing to why women are um, infertile. It's directed by three wonderful African American um, directors, Charnay Alexander, oh, wow. um, which who I share a screen, uh, a screen, a scene with. I I, I love her. Nice, I adore nice. Her, um, Janice Braggs, who is a powerhouse in her own right. She she is a founder of CETA. Um Oh, wow. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. It's a wonderful, wonderful award called Success in the Arts. They have... Um they have a ceremony every um, every September. Um, I actually won. I won my first CETA last um, September for yes. Best Real. Yes, yes, yes. And awesome. her daughter, we have a third director, her daughter, Cor- Koya Bragg Summers, um, is a wonderful, wonderful, sweet woman, too. I love them. I love them all. And we did this show. We did this show last year. You could actually find the show. We did it virtually because we couldn't get in person yet with everything but now we're, we're gonna be face to face on stage doing our nice. thing I, I can't wait I just, i'll have to definitely t- take take a look and uh hopefully i can put the link in the description and the link to um to how to purchase tickets for this uh stay, so that'll be that'll right, be amazing right stay tuned for the tickets i'm not sure i'm i'm you know it's gonna have to be tickets because it's at a studio we can't be struggling actors all the time <laughs> a stage ain't free child <laughs> so yeah stay tuned for ticket purchases i can tell you that there is a venue there is a time so the producers club theaters um july 24th at 6 p.m all right okay awesome awesome well before you go i like to do a little what I call a lightning round of questions where I just kind of ask personal, well, not personal questions. I ask questions so that 
reader uh, listeners i always say readers listeners can get to know you a little bit more personally Mm -hmm. so here you go you ready yeah (laughs) all right so if you if your life if you could live in a film or television series what would it be and why game did you did, did you hear me? I said Game of I love Game of Thrones. I heard there's a, a, a some kind of spinoff coming coming, right? Yes, girl. Yes, I love Game of Thrones. I love I love fantasy. I love things where it's just like completely like historical period PC. I love costumes. I love swords yes. and sweat and you know, I Lord of the Rings. I can live in at that the, universe that too. That, I just yes, and and I think that's just why, you know. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Okay, if you had the opportunity, you had three people that were in the arts, or there were whether they're actors, directors, writers, who would the and you got to have dinner with these three people, who would they be and why? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis was the mm. actor that I said, I want to be an actor. You know, I, 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 you know, he just seems to give his whole all to, you know, to everything. So definitely him. Denzel, because I would just love to pick his brain. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just like so amazing. Who would be my third? Issa Rae. Girl, get out of my head. <laughs> you know, and I'm not gonna lie, you gave me I, I, I got these questions on the cheek and I was like, oh. I was like, I'm very like flighty. I don't know. I'm one of those people that I kinda like his stuff. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I I love Issa. I love Issa's energy. I I think she's a yes. beautiful person. Like it, even I even still has her spirit about her, right? I, I love how she like welcomes um criticism too. And and yes. she just seems to grow. And like I love how she just keeps things like like wonderful things that I, I, I can't keep a secret. But I love how she kept that relationship a secret. <laughs> yes. And she and I love the way she just kinda let us know she was married. She's like, Oh yeah, oh, I was I just you know, I, did I had thing. this did this act you know, I did this thing, I did this modeling thing and some people <laughs> showed up with some dresses on. It was a good time. <laughs> I love her. I love it. That whole time. And I'm like, he had been around, but it wasn't the forefront. And to be able to have, be so public and to, you know, still have a life. That's something that we can definitely take, not only from her, but from Denzel too. I'm like, you, I mean, him and Paula been together forever. Paulette, Paulette, right? Paulette, let me get her name right. (laughs) They've been together forever, had all the kids, raised them all. And not a word. And they've been good. And he's been good. I was like, that's, and she's a great, that's the kind of celebrity I need to right. be. And you know, and she's a phenomenal person in her own right. Phenomenal actress right. in her own right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, phenomenal yes. actress. And, and she has to be a phenomenal mom, mm-hmm. too. I mean, look at her kids. Yeah, I remember when I think her, the son, the son who's now in theater, they was like, oh, you know, so, you know, having a father that is, you you know, this, this, and that. He's like, having a father and a mother. That was because he was like, you're not gonna, 
not going to, you know. I mean, let's be real. I just mean, talk about my dad. I had a mother there too, and she was amazing. Somebody had so. to raise me while daddy was making the movies. I'm, I'm sure not to say exactly. that Denzel wasn't around, you know, but. Yeah, but you know, she held it down and she's phenomenal. <laughs> and all the things, the cool things that she does. <laughs> I would need to have a, a movie on her. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Issa Rae too. All right. If you could have one song that is your theme song right now, what would it be? A theme song. I Got to Break Free by Queen. That's okay. me. Okay. And that's, and that's just so true of me. You know, because there's times where I get it like, even though, like, we're supposed to not care what people say, we're not supposed to really show, like, oh, okay, well, this review said this. Okay, fine, whatever. It's it's all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you, you absorb something. You know, you absorb that. J Lo just said that too. It's it's like it's, yeah. it's like you're human. You 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 yeah. You're you know, not feeling. You know, at some point, you just have to be like, you know what? F this stuff. You know. I don't care. I'm 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 gonna do my thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna I'm gonna sing. I don't care if you like it. You know, if you like it, wonderful. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm gonna listen yeah. to you. But that's yeah. I gotta break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta be okay. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta do. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> All right. So, um, thank you so much for just taking the time to to join us to to be on the show. And if um, listeners want to learn more about you, where can they go to find more information? Hey, I live on Facebook. All right. Um, I welcome Facebook friendship. I'm Darlene Elizabeth Joyner on Facebook. Instagram is pretty much the same. Darlene.Elizabeth.Joyner. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. heard it from the source herself you can find her instagram and facebook all right well thank you and i just want to thank uh the listeners for constantly tuning in we've finished a whole year worth of uh, being on the podcast and it is so amazing that we've had this milestone and i hope to continue to have milestones and i'll keep going as long as i can So just remember to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. for new episodes. And remember to hit the follow button so that you won't miss any episodes. And until we meet again, I'm your host, Nikki C. And remember, if you don't... Shoot, I forgot to remember. (laughs) I forgot what I was saying. But... (laughs) I think, you know, if this is the time to get back to dreaming again. If not now, then when? Thank you.